Hi, I'm Princess Rara. And I'm Dara, the Electro Khaleesi. And this is Pink Kink, the podcast where we talk about the pretty, twisted side of kink. Today's episode is produced by our electrifying pink kinksters. Thank you, Jay, the ESW, Brianna Lynn, Daddy Jay, Fabe, Embers, Blossom, William P., Lady, Claire, Jam Today, Mr. N and Mrs. Jess, Mistress Good Girl, Lady Blooding, Six and Eight, Primal Empress, Kaze, Clockwork Dork, Harley Gentleman, Roxy, Mistress Francesca, Naughty and Nice, Butte Pain, Manda Panda, Cat, Stefan, Brooklyn B., Shadow Phoenix, Serenity Deb, Robert, Ruby R., Christopher, Jess, Kilted Sir, Sam, Schrodinger's Kink, May Cry Devil, Riot, MJ Stryker, J Swizz, All for Salami, and Chakra. Pink Kink runs off the generosity of our devoted patrons. As a patron, you will become a member of our special Discord server, receive some adorable Pink Kink stickers, as well as have access to a monthly behind-the-scenes podcast. In addition, our impactful and electrifying Pink Kinksters will get special audio and video episodes. And finally, patrons at our highest tier will be recognized as producers both here on the podcast and on our website. If you would like to become a patron, you can visit us at patreon.com slash pinkkinkpodcast or click the link at pinkkinkpodcast.com. Dara, I want to tell you a story. Oh, I like stories. Once upon a time in a land far, far away called Seattle. What? That's not where I thought that was going. (laughs) (laughs) There was a young girl in college, and her name was Anna. What? Wait, what? That's again, not where I thought this was going. Okay. Okay. And Anna went to go interview somebody because (sighs) her roommate was sick. No. Now I, okay. It took me a minute. It took me 30 whole seconds. And she tripped on the floor. Like an idiot. And next thing you know, he's head over heels in love with her. Because he's stupid. He is 28 years old, sexy as hell, a billionaire who can fly his own plane and helicopter. And for a graduation gift, buys her an Audi. Yeah, that's not how life works. Okay. If he was a billionaire, that means daddy was a billionaire and he just gave him all of his money and this guy did not earn it because no 28-year-old just becomes a billionaire. So in other words, fantasy. Yeah. Right? Boy, I'm glad I played into that so well. <laughs> <laughs> well done. And just Anytime. Lead me by the... <laughs> For those who... By some imagination, don't know what the story is. I'm referring to Fifty Shades of Grey because one of the things that I hear from a lot of people is how Fifty Shades of Grey ruined the kink community. And my answer to them is what idiots thought that was real? Like, I thought it was sexy and hot and it got me interested in the lifestyle, but at no time did I think this was actually reality yeah my fantasy is more i win the billion dollars and i get to go and pick men oh i I think that's a great fantasy i'm gonna reverse harem that shit i love it and i belong to a lot of different social media groups really i know 
I belong to some Facebook kink groups, some Discord kink groups. And one of the things that I see a lot is the idea that people in there have in their heads of what DS is like. And I just want to yell at them. It's not the reality. That's the fantasy. Back to life. Back to reality. Okay. So I thought we needed to do an episode on DS reality versus the fantasy. Okay. Reality is sometimes you get tired of DS. Oh, that's just one of many things. (laughs) I thought I'd start with the most controversial reality versus fantasy, because in your fantasy, it's just forever. It's always. You're going to do it all the time. Mm -hmm. Well, let's start with my personal favorite, the memes (laughs) that you see all over the internet. Okay, guys, you ready? The sexy guy wearing a suit. Usually a gray one. The woman on her knees in lingerie. At his feet. How, how often have you seen that? Never. Well, that's not true. If people are acting it out, you you can see it, but it's mostly like photo shoots. Right? We go to the dungeon often, right? Mm-hmm. How many times do you see a guy in a suit at the dungeon? Almost never. It's fucking hot there. Okay. With the exception of it being like prom. Yeah. If like it was the a theme. theme. If it was a special theme night. Most people don't wear suits. No. Jeans, t-shirts. Yeah. It's, but but if you go by these memes, that's what they're all wearing. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of people reposting memes going, I wish I had this. You know, where the dom says, I own you, princess. Kitten. Anything like that. Any pet name, really. Mm-hmm. Except, has anybody discussed negotiations has anybody sat down and talked through things or he just announces he owns you and you melt into a puddle at his feet um that's not how that works that's not how any of this works (laughs) speaking of memes i read a lot of bdsm romance again i'm going to go with my tried and true really yeah i actually got invited to review an arc which, for those who are not in the know, ARC stands for Advanced Reader Copy, A-R-C. Oh, cool. And the author sends it to you free, and you read it, and then you write a review about it. And I had to read, and I wanted to read this one particular. It was a new-to-me author, and the subject matter was BDSM. And I started to read it. And I wrote, I couldn't finish the book, and I wrote to the author. I said, I want to check with you before I write my review. Because it's not necessarily going to be positive. I said, where's the consent? Where's the negotiation? He says to her, say another word and I'll spank you. And she says another word and he grabs her, throws her over his lap and spanks her. And now she's all turned on by this. That sounds... No! Like... Okay, but... That sounds like freaking Anna and what's his face. Right. Because that's not real. Okay. Okay. Was this book supposed to be Well, that was the response I got back that this really wasn't a BDSM book. Um, But you talk about BDSM in the um, blurb on the book. You 
talk about the fact that he's a dominant and she's a submissive. I don't want to be with the dominant who, without any negotiations, without any discussion, says to me, one more word, I'm going to take you over my knee and spank you, and then does that. And yet the number of people who I read some of the reviews, oh, that's so hot. I wish I had that. No, in reality, that's abuse and you wouldn't want that. This is not how any of this works. <laughs> okay, well. Now, look, I understand when you're talking about fictional pieces of, of work, like books specifically or, or movies, there's going to be some bending of the rules because we want to make things a little hotter. And yes, sitting down for an hour-long negotiations going over every possible thing may seem like it's not that sexy. It isn't. Right? So I accept. But I've read enough books where there's been a discussion beforehand where, let's say in this case, it's a daddy baby girl. And the daddy says, baby girl, here's how this is going to work. I will give you this rule. I will give you a warning if you break it, break it again, and you will end up over my, over my knee, and I will spank you. Is that acceptable to you? That and the right baby there. girl says, yes, it is. That right there, is that acceptable to you? That's the key. Yeah. Right there, there's con- negotiation and consent. Even and it was, what, two sentences? It right. doesn't take away from what's in the book. And it doesn't have to be the hour long going over every aspect of it thing. It's, he's a good dom because he said, is that acceptable? That is negotiation. You can literally do that with everything. Yeah. And you you can kind of do it as you go. Like, it's not recommended. Right. But. You know, I've read enough of the romance novels where they're given safe words. She was taken over his knee without consent and given no safe word. Again. And not told she could stop it whenever she wanted that's to. That's abuse. So they decided to, to say to me, thank you, but no, thank you. Don't write a review. Instead of just changing it and adding a couple of sentences? Yes. So needless to say, I will not be reading that particular author again. Wow, really? Yeah. That's bad. Like, that's, that's not being able to take a critique. But that's no as a writer, that's bad. Shit. All right. But that's the kind of stuff that I see. Like I'll read, I belong to a submissives group on Facebook. And they're like, I just wish I could find a daddy who blah blah blah. It's like, you're not gonna find a daddy who can just look at you and know what you're thinking and feeling. None of them do. No human does that. Unless you've been with somebody a long time and you give them your tells. Like I at point blank said, if I say to you, what would you like for dinner tonight? That is code for you make the decision. Yeah, but they don't know that unless you right, tell that's them. That's what I'm saying is, is that that, that is code. To, right. That's what you have to tell them. So maybe if you've been with somebody long enough and you've let them in on the code language, you could do stuff like that. So where I, they could, where it seems like they're reading your mind, but they're not really reading your mind. They've just been educated about lear- it. Your mind. Learning that was really hard because my ex, I had to discover that that was a thing for me. Like, I need you to just fucking pick. Once I told him, I need you to pick. I need this from you for my sanity because my job. 
then he understood. He was like, okay, yeah, I can totally do that for you. No problem. I got a divorce from him for, you know, reasons. But then Daddy J came in and that was one of the first fucking things I said. Because at that point, I had learned. I was very self-aware from having two exes. I was, I'm very self-aware of what I need. And I could tell him that wasn't the case of Daddy J has known me for a long time and can basically read my mind at this point. It was me point blank saying, look, this is what I need. This is what you have to do. This is my code for this. Right. And maybe somebody on the outside looking in is like, oh, wow, look, he's reading her mind. Yeah. He knows what she wants. And it's just totally not aware of the discussions you've had previously where you gave them the code to decipher. So an example for the code that I didn't explicitly say, but it has become like because he knows me very well is daddy. Rara, you know that code. I know that code. The listeners know that code because I said it in the last episode. The code of the laundry basket at the bottom step is code for take it upstairs. <laughs> That's mom code. Not stand over, not walk over it and keep going upstairs. It's code, right? But but seriously, it's like these and and I don't want to necessarily paint everybody with this broad stroke, but at least in my experiences, a lot of times it's young female identifying submissives who get it in their head that what, this is what they're supposed to want, that this is how it works. Oh, yeah. Well, no, that's – it's not just females. I've seen it happen with literally anybody. Well, it can happen with anybody. I've just seen predominantly well, – at least with what I've seen, the the male-identifying submissives want um, to just like – like I'm a restaurant, just order. Yep. This is what I want. This is what I want. This is what I want. And then they'll say, I'll do whatever you want. No, no, you won't. No, you won't. Because I want you to cut off your penis. What? No, I'm not going to do that. Then you won't do whatever I want. You know, you better be careful with that because one day you're going to get somebody who does it. How much I can do about that? It shows me that I don't want to be with that person who would mutilate themselves like that. Um, but it's just, it's important for people to understand what DS is really like. I tell people all the time, a DS relationship is at its basic core, a relationship. Yep. And we've said that numerous times on the podcast too. So whether you have a vanilla relationship or a DS relationship, it's a relationship, which means you have to communicate. Nobody, even the best Dom in the entire world is not reading your mind. Yep. Not like I, I'm pretty sure Rara and I can read each other's minds at this point in certain things, but it's not gonna work unless you've been with somebody for a really long time. Like we've known each other for years. Well, because you learn the tells. Yep. You know the facial expressions when you're rolling your eyes in the back of your head. I know what the hell that means. When Rara goes blood <laughs> she says it like that specifically to annoy the crap out of me does it work yes yes <laughs> so like these are things that we know and like again just wanting to point out every time rara does that she does have consent to do it like it grosses me out and we're all aware of that it's but our it's, shtick. it's our shtick. it's still funny like i'm not gonna sit there and be like rara you can't do that you're triggering me well and it's it's there's a time and a place for it 
well, during the podcast, and she goes randomly, yeah. except it's okay, because now I know how to get her back. Oh, don't you say that word. Don't you say that word. I'm going to save it. Save it. <laughs> She's like, shove it up. <laughs> Take your evulsion and stick ah, it on the You shy. said it. Yeah, because I'm going to get to it for you. Also, I learned it's not evulsion. Vulsion. It's avulsion. The Mr. Medical person told me that. And I was like, oh, shit. All Thank right. you, Mr. Spock, for teaching us. <laughs> Ow, that hurt me. I was loud in my headphones. Yeah, sorry. But now I have spit all over the microphone. So I'm paying for that. <laughs> I think I got blowback. (laughs) (laughs) The other thing that I see a lot of is they are, it's all about the service. So I'm going to be a submissive and I'm going to take care of my dom. And after they've worked all day, they'll come home and I will cook and clean and this and that for them. Did they take into account that when they came home from their long work day, maybe they're going to be tired? Yeah. Sometimes you just got to sit back, not do anything, and order Chinese. Always. Always Chinese. Ordering Chinese Chinese is always the answer. That's the go-to. Yes, 100%. Sometimes it's a euro. Well, I got Thai food last night. (gasps) Oh, my God. Where'd you get Thai food from? Um, Pasara Thai food. Oh, I want it. That's good. I I had the coconut custard Okay. Sticky rice for dessert. You and me. Yeah. And I don't care if it's anybody else. I need to take you to this place down um, in Arlington. Okay. Best Thai place I've ever been in my entire life. All right. It's one of those little hole in the wall things that you have to like cram your car into parking to get to. Okay. I love this place so much. It's amazing. All right. But yes, basically Thai, Chinese, Korean barbecue. Yes. Those are my go-tos. Now. I've had instances where with my first dominant, right, we put into place a couple of very important rules, which was family and work have to come first. Yes. Before the dynamic, because if I get assigned something, but my kids need me, my kids have to come first. And that brings up a point. What if your family to your dominant? What if you're married, living together, actual partners? These kids that still end up coming first because they're not very good about waiting. They're not very patient. Okay. What about in my case? I don't have kids. Yeah. Oh, r- right. So you, if the dog needs you, who's yes. coming first, bitch? Dog. Dog. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> she gets all the love and the attention. Yeah. But it's more like I was I was going for – forget the dog for a second. Okay. Sorry. I love you, baby girl. Um, She can't understand anything, but I'm still going to tell her I love her. <laughs> So what about if uh, – so Daddy J and I are always – it's not necessarily work comes first. It's not necessarily the dynamic. It's me as his wife comes first. That's totally valid. And it, I think that's really yeah. important. You are a wife first then a submissive second. Absolutely. And we have made that clear from the beginning. So at first when we were dating, it really – I was already married. So he and I had the dynamic outside of the relationship. Anybody's coming in late. Yeah. She was Polly. (sighs) Open. Yeah. So my relationship with my husband was open because I needed the kink. And And he knew about it. He absolutely did. He gave me permission. He even picked the guy. I showed him Daddy J's profile and his picture and he went, oh, yeah, that'll work. Go for him. I was like, cool. So like all of this was above board just in case you haven't been with us since the beginning and didn't know that. And so anyway... 
he, I mean, Daddy J came over and played board games with us one night. So anyway, my uh, my point is here. We had just the kink first. So my relationship with my husband at the time trumped my kink relationship with Daddy J. And then when husband and I got divorced and Daddy J and I were like officially like we could be a couple now. And no, Daddy J did not just come in and wreck the relationship. It was after that. That was when we started the, okay, so we're in a relationship first. And then at that time it went relationship, work, then kink. And now it's kind of still in that order because we don't let the kink interfere with work. Right. But we don't let work interfere with the relationship. Mm -hmm. At least we try not to. Sure. That's that's hard sometimes to do, and I get it. But yeah, I feel like that's a pretty decent order. It's important, again, for people to understand, if you don't have that relationship between you and your partner, the kink shit's not going to work out anyway. Not for long term. It can. Like, you can still have your kink partner outside of a relationship, You, but you still have to set boundaries and rules within that kink dynamic, within that kink relationship even if it's not your romantic relationship. Yeah. I mean, I know a couple who um, they're MS, so master slave. And even within their master slave, sometimes she gets migraines. She can't serve the way she's supposed to. And if, if he said to her, I don't care that you have a migraine and you aren't feeling well, you need to do your tasks and chores. No. How long do you think that relationship is going to last? That shit's debilitating. You can't, you, you sometimes cannot physically get out of bed. It hurts so bad for days. And then you know what happens? So she climbs into bed and the master brings her a glass of water and the master brings her the medicine to take. And the master closes the lights, closes the door, and then takes care of all the chores that need to be taken care of while the slave rests. And that's, that's not just a good master. That's a good person. That's a good person. Daddy J throws me in the shower when I get a migraine. Not throws. <laughs> <laughs> he, he doesn't actually like fling me in the shower against the wall and turn it on and put on cold water. That's I know that's what I made it sound like. He We have a <laughs> – we specifically I'm have trying, – I'm trying to picture this, picking you up and just tossing you in. God damn it, bitch. Get rid of that migraine. Here, wake up. Turns on cold water. No. And I'm pretty sure everybody at this point knows he would never do that. Um, no, but hot water helps like on my head. He'll um, that or he'll have a heating pad ready for me to put on my head yeah. when I get migraines. Um, but it's not it's not necessarily like if you're not in the relationship with that person and your kink dynamic partner still does that. You you want a good human being for a partner. Let's put it that way. Right. And you have to be flexible. So while you might have had plans of what you were going to do, the migraine wasn't on the schedule. Usually isn't. And so plans have to change. And I just, I find it so frustrating when I see all these memes, which again, male dominant, female submissive, because God forbid we should have a different. And it's all about... You know, I know you so well, baby girl. I know what you want and don't want. Really? How? No, you don't. Did you discuss it? Did we talk about it? And what I want today could be totally different tomorrow. I, 
I change my flavors of coffee every morning depending on my whim, for goodness sakes. So how are you going to fucking know what I want out of kink every single day? Eh. Yeah. But the other thing, too, is that in the in the kink world going to, let's say, the dungeon, right? It does not look anything like what you see in movies and TV shows. The Red Room. Nope. It does not actually red room? exist. Oh, my gosh. Uh, the whole whipping and crying, though, that does exist. If you're lucky. Yeah. So I have a story about that. Oh, okay. I love stories. It's it's the fantasy versus reality part, not the whipping. Okay. So we were at we were at a party, um, Waypens, several years ago. I haven't heard that name in a while. Right? Yeah. No, it's been a hot minute. Um, but I think this was like fourth year, four years ago now. We were at this party at Waypens, and there was this new person, first time he'd ever been to a kink party, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, oh, newbie, yes. So we're chatting and da, 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 da. And Simple Beauty was there, and we were chatting. And this guy, like, consent violated several people over the course of the night. Oh, dear God. And Simple Beauty and I, including us, and had to go tell Waypen about it. But one of the things that really got to me about this guy, it wasn't even the consent violating. I mean, that was pretty fucking bad and we got him booted. But the way he started was coming into this party and saying, this wasn't what I was expecting. And we're like, well, what are you talking about? And he says, where's all the hot women? Who says we're not hot? I mean, first of all, how fucking insulting to say that in front of our faces because we're pretty fucking hot. And second... What he meant was, where are all the 18 to 25-year-old skinny lingerie-wearing subby women? That was what he meant. Yeah. And he did clarify that, just so you guys are aware. I did not just pull that out of my ass. He clarified. What'd you you tell him? I was was like, well, you ain't going to find that because that's not really what happens, dude. I mean, we're body positive. We're... All gender, all race, all kink positive. Get over yourself. That's not what happens. That's not reality. Reality is kink is everyone. Yeah. And actually in our community, it's not very young person based. In this entire area, if you go to any of the clubs, it is not the, the majority of the people are probably, what would you say, 30s? Probably. Yeah. I'm not, it's not the young ones. No. Um, There are groups for them. And guess what? They're also come in all sizes Mm -hmm. and shapes and colors. That's what I just said. Mm -hmm. I'm agreeing with you. Yes. This is me agreeing with you. What? You are right. What? Yes. Record books. Record books. Write that down. Write it. What's the date today? Okay. It's all good. It's a miracle. <laughs> I'm all for clumps. Um, The other thing that you find out is that sex is always involved and there's always multiple orgasms. What? There is? Right? The guy, the, the male dom, because that's what we're back to, and uh, is always giving their female submissive multiple, multiple orgasms. Didn't we just do an episode where we were like, yeah, some people can't actually do that. Yeah. I think that was in the the orgasm, orgasm control, control episode. episode. Yep. But I think for most people, like, they get that idea, but they really have a difficult time understanding that sometimes you have to put the DS aside because 
life. Like I was in a DS relationship and my dominant said to me, how would, how about I control your finances? And my answer to that was, hell no, I make this money and I work really hard for this money and nobody gets to tell me how I may or may not spend that money. That's yeah. I even told that to daddy. Right. And it's like, there's a lot of people who have this idea. Well, oh, in DS, I get to tell them, you know, the Dom tells submissive everything, you know, they hear the term specifically 24 seven and they think 24 seven means the Dom controls everything all the time. And that's not what 24 seven means. 24 seven basically means that you, let's say you have rules that are in place that cover 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Okay. Not that they control everything you do in those 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So it means that if you're at work, that you don't necessarily have to text your your dominant to say, can I use the bathroom? Yeah. They're not there. No. I mean, unless, of course, that's something that you've negotiated. And that's one thing. But, for example, I had my second dom. I had to let him know anytime I was getting into the car and driving someplace. Why? From the safety thing. Okay, well, that's true. I mean, I'm supposed to text daddy when I get someplace, including here. Yeah. Well, also, you left daddy to come here. I wasn't living with my dom for him to know when I was leaving someplace. Yeah, daddy, daddy is very concerned about my safety. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, like, really concerned. But that is a 24-7 rule, yes. right? Anytime I got in the car and had to drive somewhere, I had to let him know that I was leaving, an approximation of how long it would take, and then once I got somewhere. That rule never went away. That's a 24-7 relationship. I have that rule. I just keep forgetting to do it. Oops. <laughs> Oops, Daisy. It's like, that's exactly what that rule is. I am supposed to, I tell him when I'm leaving and we do this whole routine. Okay, thanks. Love you. Bye. And then I'm like, okay, I'll be there in like however amount of time. And he says, okay, sweetheart, text me when you get there. And then that's the part I always forget to do. Total power exchange is the one where you let the dominant control everything. That's different. That's not 24-7. That's a total power exchange. Okay. So that's the difference. Um, it's also not going to take a relationship. Adding DS to your rela existing relationship is not going to fix any problems that you have in your relationship. It's not the magic button. No. Sometimes it works for people to bring them closer together. I think we did have a couple. We have a friend who their relationship, actually we have several, they're already married. They have a pretty strong, mostly vanilla relationship. And then they brought kink into it. They didn't really have any problems before that though. No, but they'd already gotten into a habit of communicating because if you want any relationship to survive kink or vanilla, you got to communicate with your partner. Yeah. And it just... The bringing the DS, bringing the kink into the relationship made it stronger, an already strong foundation. I saw somebody post in a Facebook group. I just wish that I had a dom that I could serve all the time. And they would come home from work and I would have dinner on the table waiting for them. And then we would go into the bedroom and do a scene. Yeah. Okay. So two thoughts on this. One, if 
I mean, if that's what you want, okay, but it's not required. There's a, there is a certain kink for that. Uh, part of that is the 1950s housewife one. And, but if you work, that one's really difficult to do. Well, it doesn't take into account the fact that that's a great idea on the days you're feeling up to it. But for those of us who work, some days... You just can't. You, th- that's just the last thing you want to do. It's like, give me takeout. I just can't. I just can't cook. I need to go collapse on the sofa. Yeah, I've done that. Right? And it doesn't take into account your partner. Maybe your partner's had one of those days and doesn't want to come home and now have to do an impact scene. They're exhausted. Their shoulders hurt. They just want to go to sleep. And you have to take that into consideration. It's not... It's not all about you, princess. Even I know that. And I'm a real princess. <laughs> That's why I was looking at you and I said, I was like, hey, look, princess. Um, so, the, But the other thought is we have a friend whose life's goal was to retire and be that for her husband. Yeah. So now that she's retired, she actually can't. And by the way, remember when we were talking about it comes in all ages, shapes, sizes, races, all of that? They're literally retired. Well, she is. Her husband isn't. But all she ever wanted to do after they introduced kink into their dynamic, into their relationship, was be his slave, take care of the house, cook, all of that. She's also the one that sometimes doesn't feel well and is in bed for a couple of days at a and time. And he takes care of her. The entire and time. And still her dominant. And all the, he does all the chores while she's sick. So, Yeah. It's entirely possible to do that. You just have to, again, be flexible. You have to take into account. Sometimes, even if the rule is in place, you may need to pause the rule for a little bit of time. It doesn't have to be anything crazy, but sometimes rules need to be paused. Absolutely. And that's that doesn't mean that your dynamic has gone away. It just means that there's outside forces that have to be taken into consideration. You know, I had a long distance DS. I had every intention of, you know, doing something. And then one of my kids got sick. Guess what? I am not going to be able to do what I was supposed to do because I have to deal with my child. Yep. And if my doggy gets sick, I am 100% going straight for her. And all other stuff is going to pause. Because that's my fur baby. And that's all I've got that's even close to what you're talking about. Uh. <laughs> I do love your fur baby. Well, she's your god doctor. She is. I do adore her. She has two god... I haven't seen her in a while. I need to come down and see her. When was the last time you were... It was like a couple weeks ago. It's been a while. Okay. She's probably changed since then. Oh, yeah. She's shed a little bit of fur. Yeah. See? Um, she scratched her ear so bad that she now has like a, oh, she's got a sunburned snoot currently. That's a difference. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm staring at in one of my Facebook groups and it's the post is how to find a dominant. And sure enough, it's, I mean, he's not in a suit. He's in jeans and no shirt. Oh, but she's wearing, she's, she's thin, beautiful on her knees, six inch heels on her leather boots. Is she the dominant? No. Oh. But that's not reality. That's no. not what happens. What, what are the rules for how to find a dominant? Because now I'm curious. Oh, you want to? All right, hold no, on. No, I actually want to know what it says. Okay. Let's then we can just sit there and see. go, nope. Okay. 
Read, read, study, ask questions, read some more. Okay, that's accurate. Right? I'll do that. Two, remind yourself not to be so eager to play or find a dom that you accept the first one that comes along. Okay, that's accurate too. Damn. Right? All right. Three, beware of anyone who says, I want to collar you now. I don't want you talking to other dominants. If you were true submissive, you do what I want. You have, you must have no limits to be my slave. This is, this is red flag they're saying? Yep. 100% accurate. Right? Four, remind yourself not to be so eager to play or find a dom that you accept the first one that comes along. We already said that. That yep. was two. Oh, they put it in here twice. What do you want from oh, me? Oh, okay. Number five, find the local group in your area. Okay. I thought this was going to be more like, not this. No, but I appreciate the fact that while the information is correct, sure enough. Yeah, the picture the is picture not. The picture is once again, you know, they also, I mean, I'm like staring at other pictures of, um, I don't even know what you would call it, like mouth bondage stuff. It's always the female that's mouth bonded, right? Yep, sure enough. Don't they have any pictures of like non-binary people or androgynous people or? Nope. Really? Yeah. Because that's not what they think it is. You know? So it's just, it, it frustrates me when I talk to these, these people who... You know, and when you say to them, well, okay, that stuff that you read, that's fantasy. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know, but they still have it in their head, this fantasy. And they just completely forget about the fact that sometimes you can't do your DS. Life gets in the way and you have to put your DS to the side and do what needs to be done. And then when you get through it, bring the DS back. I mean, you, you're allowed to pause. That's all we're saying. You're allowed to pause, DS. Doesn't make you any less submissive. Doesn't make you any less dominant. I mean, what happens? I was in the ER the other day. What happens if I had to stay overnight? I couldn't do my submissive chores because I'm a patient of the hospital. Yep. And I'm not home. No, that would be pretty much impossible. You couldn't even do a decent bedtime routine. Oh, my God. What do you do when you <laughs> hold up? What the hell do you do when you're actually overnight in the hospital and can't masturbate to go to sleep? Well, I'm usually not feeling in a sexy mood, so I, I don't masturbate. How do you go to sleep, though? I thought that was part of your bedtime routine. It's, it, well, it's all different because I sleep on my stomach. You can't sleep on your stomach in hospital beds. No. So I, I, I do my napping sleep, which I can do sitting up. And then every two hours they come in. How are you doing? I was doing great sleeping. Now I'm awake. Not so good. I would fly off the goddamn handle if somebody kept waking yeah, me up. Yeah, anybody who tells you that you'll rest at a hospital has never actually been in a hospital. There is no rest. The last time I spent the night at a hospital was when I was nine. Yeah. You will get woken up to take your blood pressure, to take your temperature. Then they'll come and take more blood from you because that happens a lot. I'm going to be sitting there like, fuck off and let me sleep. Yeah, no, you don't get that option. I mean, I, I don't even remember because I was like dosed up on morphine because I was nine and I just had an emergency appendectomy. That is, I spent a week in the hospital. That's the last time I remember spending the night in the hospital. Yeah, I two months ago. It's for the last time for me. <laughs> there, I see one that says, things you shouldn't say to your dom, right? You hit like a girl. Uh, that's a fucking compliment. 
Right? Things you I'm, shouldn't say to your right? dog. Excuse me. I like this. And after being spanked, you shouldn't ask, are you okay? What? What? I, I mean, this is just ridiculous. I'm... Uh, yeah, I, I just can't. I'm confused. Who is? Who are you asking if you're okay? The person who got spanked? The, the person who got spanked? Anything. This is just things I find on on Facebook. There's a lot of one true wayism on Facebook too, in Facebook groups. Facebook's so kind of stupid in general. So if that's where you're hanging general. out to get your BDSM knowledge, I suggest you don't. Yeah, no. There's much, much better ways to get your podcast. Right? I was going to say to get your podcast information, to get your BDSM information. Well, that too. For example, <laughs> podcasts are a really great place to get some information. In particular, the Pink Kink podcast. They seem like they know what they're talking about. Yeah. Maybe. What? What? Huh? What? Who? When I was a dominant, my submissive said to me, I can't come to this event with you. Because my eldest has an event that I need to go to. And my answer was, absolutely. Okay. Family takes priority. Didn't make her any less my submissive. She communicated. We discussed it. And that was the priority. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been, when I've been the submissive and I've been like, I can't do something. Because of my kids or I'm back in the ER or whatever the <laughs> hell is going on in my world again. And and again, as long as you're communicating, that's what's important. There's not going to be any mind reading. No. Okay. You are allowed to pause, as Dara has very eloquently stated. Many times. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you have any stories of things that you've had to do, whether you were the dominant or the submissive? Pausing or otherwise? Um well, my the one that comes to mind is uh, Wolfie. When, I remember Wolfie. <laughs> so cute. We were long distance, and it was technically it was twenty four seven, but a lot of it was like he just had these general rules. I do remember getting annoyed with him for not texting me good morning once or twice. Um, but that was in the beginning of it and he was just basically learning and he got very, very good at it later to the point where when we broke up, I missed those so much, but for him, it was, you know, he had a job, I had a job. So, and also the distance part of it, it, he was in California, I'm in DC. So there was a huge difference. Opposite ends of the country. Yeah. Like time difference alone gave us a lot of issues and even though one of his okay so one of the rules was he also had to say good night even though i was asleep he also had to say good night once or twice he had to work super late and the text came in like he had to overnight sometimes so the text would come in when i was getting up which was wild huge wild crazy time difference thing um and i'd be like okay why didn't you text me before like at your normal time and then i would read up a little bit and i was like hey i'm working late tonight i'm not you know, i'll text you when i go to sleep when i get home da, 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 da. so it wasn't the normal time of it but he still managed to do it at i don't know what the correct point yeah he so followed the rules he did 
Um, so that that's one of those times or times where you can be kind of flexible. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be an exact time every day. Um, another one. Let's see. Let's let me try and come up with something with Daddy J. We um, like I get migraines, and sometimes I don't want to do shit. Sometimes I come home from work and I'm like, fuck all of this. I'm not cooking. Sometimes he cooks. That's allowed too. <gasps> no. Mm-hmm. He actually, you know how I said that he comes up with a lot of the, uh, with actually almost all of the meal ideas, unless I have something very specific I want to make. Yeah. So this week we're going to go on vacation because recording. I know. And you're going without me. Yeah. And it's several weeks ago at the time of listening, we were on vacation. We were all on vacation. Mm-hmm. And I just needed to fill in a couple of days for cooking. We already knew what we were bringing with us on vacation, but we needed to fill in a couple of days. And he goes, well, how about I make burgers? Okay, cool. So we're going to do that. I went and got the burgers. How about I make Spanish chicken? Okay, great. He's literally cooking until we go on vacation. Perfect. No problem. Yeah. Normally, I do probably 90% of the cooking. People get this idea that all DS relationships are romantic and they don't take into account you could have a platonic DS relationship. Not all DS relationships are sexual. You could have because you can have a platonic relationship. It may or may not include sex. Yeah. So aren't most of your kink relationships platonic? Uh, Currently, every single one of them is platonic. And then if you were to have a DS relationship with any of them, let's just, okay, let's just say for for lack of a better idea, let's go with John. Okay. Because yeah, he's, he doesn't listen anyway. Right. Well, he's one of the partners that you do a lot, lot yep. a lot. So let's say you decided to be partners with John, but you're not dating. You're just kink partners. Right. You're DS partners. John now tells you how to dress in the morning. Mm-hmm. John has given you all of these rules. You would never even kiss John. On the cheek. I mean, I kiss him too when I see him, but not like a romantic yeah, kiss. No. We're just really good, good friends. And that's totally allowed. Like, I was not a sexual romantic partner with quite a few of my subs. So no, it doesn't, it doesn't need to have anything to do with it. The other thing is is that I think a lot of people believe that you meet the one and you start your DS relationship just going a hundred miles per hour. And that's again, fantasy, you know, that, that was like Christian threw rules at Anna from day one. It's like, you should work up to that. Maybe have one or two rules to start with. When you get through those and you're comfortable with those, add the next set of rules. Hey. Hey. You just said Christian did something wrong. <laughs> I, I never said he was a saint. He's a bad dog. I never said he was a saint. He's bad. Anyway. I um, just said that he did negotiate. So all these people saying he didn't negotiate. That's not true. He'd only negotiate with Anna. He didn't negotiate with all of his other subs who just went, okay, and did what he said. But that's also negotiating. When you give when you give a piece of paper to them and say, these are my rules, sign it. And you go, you read it, you go, all right, and you sign it. That's the negotiation. You can choose to say, none of these are okay with me. None of the other subs did that with him. Well, they accepted it. Stupid too. Well, that's a whole different ball game. 
Anna read those rules and said, I don't like this one. I don't like this one. I don't like this one. Change them. If you would like to listen to the episode where we really dig deep into this and go, oh, my fucking God, at each other the entire time, please listen to The Good, Good the Bad, bad and the and Ugly. <laughs> and believe it or not, Fifty Shades of Grey was not the ugly. Not the ugly. <laughs> God damn, we wasted so much time watching that bullshit. Yeah. Not the Fifty Shades of Grey movie. We read the book, but yeah. fuck me. What a waste of time. <laughs> The only good thing about that was ordering the takeout after. Oh, yeah. That was good. Shit. The food was very good. Anyway. All right. We need to get back on topic. Topic. Track. You mean whatever. we got off on a tangent again? That Wait, never what? happened. We do that? I right? We've never done that before in the no, entire history of never. this. Of this bu- what is that? I don't know. That's you, not me. I'm not touching anything. That's what you think. My tits touching things? Maybe your tits are touching. My tits aren't touching. <laughs> it's not me. My hands are in my lap. So that's why. And I was quiet. So that's why my hands were in my lap. Yeah. Good point. You need to sit <laughs> on them to be truly quiet. But, you know, who's. What? Yeah. What is one of the biggest, for you, the biggest misconceptions about DS fantasy versus reality? Oh, God. Why are you asking me that and putting me on the spot like this? Because then I don't want to be accused of taking up all the podcast and me trying to share it. Okay, look. (laughs) (laughs) I know, but this one's hard. I don't know. That's what she said. Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, Fantasy versus reality. Honestly, it's um, fantasy is everybody wearing the outfits. Oh my to god, the dungeons. Yes. The outfits. You know the ones I'm talking about. Oh yeah. You know? All the time the leather. leather. Yes. All the time the lazy negligees. All the time the uh the latex. It no. Nope. People show up wearing jeans. Yep. And Lots of people fine. show up wearing jeans. You show up like like that to an actual club and there's like there's dress codes and stuff. The only dress code at a BDSM kink club is vanilla to the door and even when they have a theme night it's encouraged you dress up for the theme night but you can still walk through the doors even if you haven't dressed up i am so excited for the next theme night i know i'm excited to see your costume it's pink i know that's why i'm excited to see it and you know what my littles group is going to go to a um what do you call it an escape room and it's enchanted castle theme so we all decided we're going to dress up like princesses I am wearing the exact same outfit. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to wear that outfit twice in one week. <gasps> Is that allowed? With the tiara. Oh, well, tiaras are always acceptable. Which, by the way, Rara has to teach me how to put on a tiara. tiara. Yeah. I'm used to the ones with the combs. Yes. The little plastic ones that you get for little kids. This is like, this a, is le- like serious. a legit tiara. Yeah. I don't know how to do this. But it's rose gold and black, so I'm, like, so excited to wear it. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. Next recording, I'll be talking about this because I think my costume is going to be epic, and I am going to try and get pictures. I would hope so. I need pictures. I'm going to get in there, and I'm going to schedule pictures. Like, no, the professional ones. Yeah. I'm going to get in there and do that this time. You know the only thing I need? What? The only thing I'm missing from Daddy Daddy J's costume? Yes. I need a black twisted leather or twisted something... Either a whip or a flogger, because he's going to be licorice. 
I'm cotton candy. He's licorice. You need to find Twizzler makes like three foot licorice pieces. Oh, fucking hell. I got to go get those now. Well, Amazon. Oh, what do I do for the base, though? Just tie it? We'll figure something out. I need to do this. I need to make a licorice flogger. Yeah, I mean, haven't you? If you look, if you like Google licorice flogger, people will show pictures of it, give you an idea of what to do. That's you. Sorry. It's you. It's you. I knew it. I'm sorry. Da, 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 da. It's you. You can't yell at me. I have owies. No, look, I have proof no, right you there. Can't, you I can't recorded yell at the, me. I have owies. You have to be nice to me. I don't have to be nice to you for shit. Yeah, I had owies. Oh, I'm so sorry you had owies, Rara. It's still your fault. Blaming me for all this. It's my tits. No, it's not. Well, your tits get in the way. My tits get in the way of everything. Anyway, fantasy versus reality. <laughs> what? Man, we're like so ADD today. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, my- I'm actually ADD. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> I'm not. I've just had pain medication. So I'm yuppie. <laughs> no, I'm actually ADD. So like, yeah, of course I'm going to go off on a tangent. Oh, I know. Usually it's I keep you, I keep you on the straight and narrow. Well, remember that episode where I said that I have to keep you on track because without me, none of this would happen and I have yeah, to be a guiding fell influence. Off the chair laughing. <laughs> that was pretty good. Because, <laughs> ow! Okay, that was me! I saw him! Damn it, you're making my job suck. Oh my god. Alright, so what about you? Like, besides. The meme thing, besides the standard, stereotypical male, dom, female, submissive, we've gone over, okay, so we've gone over body types, we've gone over that one, we've gone over inclusivity, like, is there anything else? I think for me, the biggest thing that drives me nuts is this idea that somehow you're going to become my dom, you will read my mind, you will know exactly what I want, and you will give it to me. Uh, we've already talked about that. Right? That's just not a thing. Okay, here. How about this one? What about the assumption that just because you want to do something, like a certain scene, you want to do it with literally anybody? Oh, well, it's the idea that if you're a submissive, you'll submit to anybody. Is that it? It's Well, it's sort of like that. If, I'm, if, you're, sub- if you're a submissive, if you identify as a submissive, it means that any dom can walk in and you will get down on your knees and submit to them. No, I'm talking about like... Oh, okay. Yeah. But like, I have certain fantasies that I don't want to do with just anybody. Like, I guess that all ties in. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not really, I can't say I'm really a submissive. No, you're not. But you'll bottom to yeah, the right person. I'll bottom, I don't even bottom to people I don't trust. Well, you shouldn't. You shouldn't bottom well, to, you should not bottom to somebody you don't trust just because they say, I'm Dom, you sub. No, like, it's more like I have to be very, very, I have to know the person really, really well to sub or to bottom. Yeah. Okay. But, like, some people can, no problem, do that. Like, anybody that gets on my demo table, anybody that gets on a demo table, do you really, like, you trust that person because the club trusts them or whatever? Yes. See, even that. But it also depends on what, I, I wouldn't trust them to do blood play. But I do needles with with learning curve because you know her and you trust her. Yeah. Um, Well, I also know they taught my original uh, needle top. So I know my original needle needle top trusts them. So therefore, I feel safe trusting them. That's true. They. Yeah. 
I had a great, actually, I had a great talk about this yesterday with a group of people about the fact that remembering to use proper pronouns for people may be a little work, but it's the least we can do to try to be kind. I actually didn't know that they had that pronoun. Yeah. I guess I should just standardly say they, them. You know what? It's interesting. I did that and then somebody corrected me. What? <laughs> they said, I'm a she. Can't win. But they weren't angry at me. They just were letting me know it was safe for me to call them she and her. Yeah. I, I didn't even know about learning curve. Mm-hmm. So I think I've interacted with them like once. Though, and that was to say, hey, Rara's not here and wants you to know, know. that uh, that she can't actually participate today because she's not here. Because that was when I had COVID. Uh huh. Finally got gotcha. you. Broke my heart. Yeah. Nah. August. Yes. August for sure. Yeah. Hopefully, I can do that one. I might have to take a break, but it's fine. No, you have to come with me. Well, no, I meant for like a couple of months, I may have to take a break. It, it like, it not right, not in August. Just calm down. Stop looking at me like that. Holy shit, Rara, I'll be there for August, okay? I know that much. Damn! You guys should see this face. She's got full on pout right now. He said. Well, for fuck's sake, I said I was going to do August. I'm going to do sutures. Who am I going to torment? Jesus Christ, I'm not doing August. That's it. I'm out. (laughs) Bitch. (laughs) Take a drink of water. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) She's coughing all over the mic now. It's a good thing we don't trade mics. You're the one who got blowback on your mic. There's no blowback on mine. I don't think. (laughs) We're going to sanitize the mics after this. It's a good thing we don't trade them. No, we don't. I think, should we reach our conclusion since the two of us have, we've reached slap happy stage, but nobody's slapping me, so I'm not actually happy. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Go ahead. Podcasting while on prescription pain meds. Don't try this at home, children. I am a trained professional. (laughs) No. No, you're not. You're a self-taught professional. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> um, what's my excuse? I have no idea. Podcasting while not on meds? Yes. Podcasting with ADHD. Non-medicated. That's yeah. fun. Anyway. <laughs> Fantasy versus reality. Keep in mind, number one, it is a relationship first and DS second. Your dom is not going to be able to read your mind contrary to popular belief. No matter what the memes say, not every dom is going to be male and in a suit. And not every submissive is going to be female on her knees at his feet. Yeah, that's the probably worst one. That one's so fucking stupid. Well, I mean, like you, you have bum knees. Uh, well, Even uh, if you were submissive, that shit ain't happening. I ain't going to be on my knees. I've done it once for and, Daddy J. And guess what? You still can be submissive and submit, even if you can't get onto your knees i just sit on my ass and a lovely ass it is thank you i grew it myself (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck all right the next one in conclusion is kink comes in all shapes sizes colors races orientations every thing you can imagine difference just take what you like use that don't use what you don't like there's no 
list that you have to have ABC in order to officially be considered kinky. <laughs> no. What else we got? Oh, not every submissive or every fantasy or every kink, not they're not all going to do that with you. Yep. I what didn't know she how to said. I didn't know how to put that what she said. More politely cuz yeah. that one really irritates me. Just because I want to do something does not mean I'm going to do it with every Tom Dick and, and Harry. Guess what? Dominance can say no and dominance can have boundaries and limits. And it doesn't make them less dominant. Yep. Dominance can do tasks for subs and it doesn't make them less dominant. This just became a myth-busting episode. Well, it is fantasy versus reality. Yeah, that's true. And some of these myths like just won't go away, so we have to keep busting them. Oh, and one who more. else but two busty women should be setting forth to bust these myths? Busted. <laughs> I would just like to state for the record that Dara is a big fat liar. In this episode, you heard her promise me that she would come to the risque in August, and she didn't. She's abandoning me. She's not coming. She's a big fat liar, and that's all I have to say. I would just like to say that Rara is a big duty head, and I resent being called fat. That is shaming, and Rara, you're also a shamer, so shame on you, you shamer. I have a perfectly valid excuse for why I am not coming to Risqué on August 13th. I know in this episode I promised to do that. However, I really do have a really damn good excuse for not coming. <clears throat> I'm getting a new fur baby. There you go, okay? I have to go to North Carolina, I have to pick up my new girl, and I have to bring her home. And let me tell you something right now, Rara, I know you. If it weren't for the fact that you were going to risque, your ass would be over to my house the next day. And in fact, even if you are going to risque, I bet you you're coming over on Sunday to come see this puppy because she's that cute. And one last thing. I hope you had to wipe spit off of your face from the blowback from spitting into the microphone. So here's one back to you. <laughs> Mine's better. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. If you have a question you would like answered or just have a story about the lifestyle you want to share, you can send us a voicemail and maybe it'll be shared in a future episode. Just go to pinkkinkpodcast.com to contact us. Follow us on social media. On Twitter, Instagram, and FetLife, we are Pink Kink Podcast. And on TikTok, we are The Pink Kink Podcast. Join our Facebook group, Pink Kink Podcast, and hang out with other pink kinksters. If you love what we do and are able to support us, we are on Patreon. Just look for us on patreon.com slash pink kink podcast and check out our pink kink swag available on our website, pinkkinkpodcast.com. Even if you can't show your support financially, there are other ways you can help. You can spread the word about our kinky podcast and tell your friends about us. You can also rate and review Pink Kink Podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. The five-star reviews really help us. And don't forget to subscribe to Pink Kink so you don't miss a minute of the fun. New episodes come out every Friday. So until next time, stay pretty, stay safe, and stay twisted.